Welcome back to the Unanimous Decision Podcast. I am your host, Palm. Follow me on Twitter at dpalm66. Follow the show on Twitter at UDPod. Follow the entire MTR network at, you guess it, the MTR network. You found us. Don't you dare lose us. Subscribe on iTunes. Subscribe on Spotify. Subscribe everywhere you get your podcasts for free 99. Felder Fridays. What's up, Felder? I know. What's my, what does my lower third say? It just says a guy. I don't know a why guy. you've chosen to do that. But yes, I like, it does say I a like guy. It. A guy. I'm just a guy. You're just a, a guy. guy. I'm a just jack. A guy. I'm a jack. I'm gonna ask you a question as as just a guy. Yeah. Have you seen the Cam fight tape? The what? The Cam Newton fight tape. Yes. I'm so yes. glad you're here. I talked about this on Monday with Nada, but didn't it the same? Dog. Have you heard the backstory now? The yes. Yes. So those who don't, so those who don't know, the backstory of this is, and those who really don't know, Cam Newton was jumped by what I was theorizing were teenagers, but I've learned now we're actually just teenager-sized human beings. Full yeah, they're just small people. Just sawed off. They yeah. tried to fight him. He fought off four people and didn't throw a punch, and decidedly won the fight. And it's all stemming from like youth football beef. And we'll talk yeah, about that he... in a second. But before we do. Totally. These mo- they're doing interviews. He threw them around. He just threw them around. He was like, no, not you. And what's happening? Oh, you're coming. Okay, sorry. No. Like, when he, the, fa- the hand that he puts on that guy's face is, to me, is amazing. It's- and I, I'm, I'm upset with Cam Newton. I have been upset with Cam Newton. For some of the things that he has been saying. Of course. How could you not be? But I also am like, I respect this. Don't this try was the me. nicest way this could have ended. Because he could have decided to swing. Yes. He would have hurt. It, they would have been in the hospital. It's a much less funny story when you've got to get multiple ambulances to get them out of there. Yeah. Like, it's like he's 6'6", 250. Like, don't play with me. Like. Felder. I'm not they, your I'm not your little shit. brother's friend. He was talking shit to them so bad they left the game they were coaching to try to fight this big one. You, I can't think. I'm bigger so, than all the people involved here except for yeah, Bobby I and Newton. I can't think of what he would have to say to me from a distance to get me to leave what I'm doing as a job to try to fight him. Well, that's there's that, but it's also so I was listening to um, what was it Ryan Clark, and Ryan Clark was talking about it as well. And he said that there's a lot of folks who they like get built up in their mind that like they missed one opportunity or one shot. And this is their chance to like be better than Cam Newton or be better Mm -hmm. than this. And so when they get that, they just, they go all out on it and this is their going all out on it. And I'm like, Hey man, just be like happy that this guy, like he did, like, I'm not like made it. Yes, absolutely. But also, like, he's dumb. And you shouldn't, like, this shouldn't be the thing that defines you. And instead, it is the thing that defines them. Mm -hmm. Because you made a huge mistake in thinking that you could run, you could run the court, run the field, run whatever, with an actual NFL football player. Not, you, no, no. I want to make this very clear. This is not an actual NFL football player. This is the most dangerous short yardage weapon in the history of the NFL. Like right. It is a quarterback whose physical stature reminds you of a defensive end. Yes. He's a monster. Yeah. Of Huge. all the, of, like, 
I wouldn't fight Kirk Cousins. Okay, whatever. Like this is different than that. Right. I wouldn't fight Kirk. Like this is this is that we're not talking about Brian Scalabrini. <laughs> exactly. This is not Scal schooling kids at the YMCA. This is <laughs> this is a humongous human. Huge. A humongous human. An NFL just, MVP. A Heisman Trophy winner. Heisman Trophy winner. NFL MVP. 66250. You got in a car wreck and smiled. Outran. Outran. Outran Patrick Peterson. <laughs> Can you imagine? 66250 outruns Patrick Peterson. And your plan is to run up on this gentleman? No. Challenge him with spelling me. Get a gun. <laughs> I'm. I'm not. Look, I know it's bad. Don't have a. I think guns okay, are so bad. Like, so like this but, is. But get a gun. If, if you're gonna show up, you better have one. So so you've met me. There's yes. a reason I don't recreationally fight because I'm past the size where people can try to fight a fair with me. I'm yeah. getting shot. Yeah. If someone's gonna fight me. It ends with me getting shot. I know that for a fact. Yeah. No, I know that too. I listen. I'm not big. You're not a small man. I'm smaller, but yes. By the way, yeah, but it's also your gauge is off. You're smaller compared to the living around football players your entire life. That's yes, 100% correct. And Our so, gauges are way off. It's completely skewed. I like I'm I am I say that I'm 5'10. I'm I'm I am literally I'm I'm probably a quarter inch from being six feet tall. Yeah. I do yeah. I do the opposite of every man on dating apps. I <laughs> size down. I size down. And, but like, I'm, I am smaller. Like I, the last time you saw me, I was, geez, I was probably same height. Obviously I'm not shrinking, but I was, <laughs> that'd, be a, that'd be a story, <laughs> but I was probably what? 260, 250 maybe. And now I'm, I'm on, on your craziness. I'm 212. Lacing away. I weigh, I weigh this, less. I weigh less than I did in college, and I I just ran eight miles yesterday. We'll have another podcast about how crazy you are as a human being. Um, oh, but don't worry. We'll have to have our wives on it too. That's my, no, I, so. So my wife thinks it's insane. A big aspect of our friendship is sending Instagram things back and forth. I sent yes. Felder a shirt that said "trap" on it, and it had a. It said it's a trap, and it was a diagram of trap. I said to him and my other friend who played football, and all three of us were like, yep, our wives think we're weird. Our wives don't know why this is funny. (laughs) Oh, dude. So, well, let me tell you. So, on, on, I know we got to talk about like football stuff and combine stuff, which I'm excited to talk combine. Uh, Cause I'm actually, tomorrow, I'm putting out a Brock Bowers, like a four phases where he's so good thing. I'm, I, I, I got four videos that I diagram and show people why this guy is gonna be a problem i just talked to george whitfield today uh whitfield if you don't know is uh one of the like best quarterback coaches like he did obviously everybody knows him from johnny menzel but the reality is he works with a lot of quarterbacks um and he's really good and i just asked him about brock bowers and he was like and i we were talking about brock bowers because he's 20 pounds under Mm -hmm. kelsey kittle right even Eric Ebron, and he was like, yeah, but I think he's going to be okay because of this, this, and this. And I was like, okay, so I feel good about how I feel about him. And we're going to talk about that. We yes. will. But no, the um, point, what was the point I was making again? You said this Sunday. 
this our wives. Oh, Saturday. No, this Saturday. Saturday. Saturday, we're going to a college basketball game. Just so my kid can get like, we're going to a Queens college basketball game. Very small school. We're going to that. I planned it. I put it together. But one of the dads plays safety. This is what I was getting to. The dads played safety at Washington. He's like in my zone. Like, was he good? Not that good. No yeah. one's going to remember him. Right. But we played safety. And the wives were like, these guys are psychos. Because <laughs> we watched football together. We watched oh. the we watched the Chiefs, uh, a Chiefs game or something together. Yeah. And we're both like, look at this, look at that. And they're like, and then we there's four kids running around. Right, right, and right. and our wives are like, Oh, you have to deal with this same thing too. Wow. Thank you. I'm glad so, there's someone else. Susan gets excited when we watch a game with the sound on. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> I, I hate it. I told her you get two a year. I don't need to hear these motherfuckers be wrong on television. <laughs> wrong all the time and wrong for no reason. Just wrong. Just saying shit. All right, before we move into the combine, I yeah. do want to ask about this. The scourge of the coaches in youth football. Because, like, yes, the, the Canyon fight is very funny. But yes. the, the idea that these guys once worked for Cam and then spun off their own thing and are now chirping with Cam in public in front of children – like I hate it. Modeling behavior that is by any means, by any description, unacceptable. So I have a huge problem with this. And and I'm I'm I am I'm blessed. My dad, my dad coached me for a while. And then once my once I got past where my dad could help me, or right. where, where I got past where my dad could my where my dad knew more, my dad just sat back. And for me. Uh, as I don't, I don't know how women's sports work. I'm right. gonna be honest. I, yeah. I I don't feel bad saying that. Like I understand how sports work. I don't understand how women's sports work all the time in terms of how you interact with 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 girls. With because my kids, she's only five. She's six. Right. She'll be six in. Good. She'll be six in a month. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> time flies. But like, we we start swim team in 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 April, and we start. We're going to do this stuff. And we did a clinic and I'm trying to figure it out. And my wife has a different like perspective on things because my wife doesn't the push, go, 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 like go time. Like she doesn't have that. And my, my daughter doesn't have it either. And so it's one of those things where you like, I, the, the man, the biggest influence to me with respect to how a parent should be in involved in the space is Howie Long. Hmm. And with Kyle Long, Chris Long, he all he never sat in the stands. Mm-hmm. He always stood in the concourse. And he stood in the concourse so that the cameras couldn't find him. Right. So that he wouldn't be a part of the show. And I think about that all the time with respect to my kid and if she wants to get better, we'll get better. I mean, and she she does want to get better. She wants to get right. better at basketball, which is really cool because she wants to get better at basketball. And so what do we do? It's no one's watching. We work on it in the um in our basement. We work on it in our basement just alone, just the two of us. Yeah. 
and I got her a tee for baseball. And we're not doing baseball this year. But she wants to get better at baseball so that when she steps out onto the baseball field or steps, steps out into the softball field, she wants to get better. And so the idea of making it about you yeah. to bring it full circle, the idea of making it about you, I don't have that. Right. But I guess maybe that's part of like, I've already accomplished as good as I'm going to be at a sport. I, that's it. And I think yeah. that that's such a huge part of it because I like you. I, my dad, my dad had a cup of coffee in the NFL. He's in the Hall of Fame in the college playing football, sure. tight end. Um, but he doesn't have any unfulfilled athletic dreams. Right. And so it was he never he was never my coach. He was never a coach of a team I was on. But it was always like nice. I know things that you know other people are going to teach you. Let me help if you. out. You want to spend the time to do it? Well, precisely. Do it. But was also was also cool was like when I got into sports that he did know things about. Like when I got yeah. into wrestling. Yeah, he didn't. His, his his entry point was I like cheering my son on. I hate when he loses. That's cool. That's a great entry point. But like he supported me in every step of the way. One of the things my parents did for Matt and I was like every season from like middle school on, you're gonna do something. Yes, Spring, you're gonna have to. You, you uh, hey, you're not gonna sit around this house. You're not gonna sit around my house. What you're gonna do is learn to be learn to be part of a production. You're gonna join a team, right? You don't like it, cool. You don't have to do it ever again, but you're gonna finish the commitment. Finish the season. Go, just you're gonna test everything. I was on swim team every summer of my life because my dad was on swim team every summer of his life. I've got medals yeah. and ribbons from swimming. Like it's so good to give him that well-rounded thing. And I think what you're what you're doing is going to allow her to tell you what yeah. she wants to pour herself into. And oh, she'll yeah. never say, I was never exposed to my dad, never let me try. And that's I think the bigger hurdled for for kids is that they weren't exposed to things and so the way no. you're doing it man, i think you're on, i think i'm right i'm I, i'm following in your footsteps with matthew i'm very much like you're gonna try everything you know people are like you want to play football i'm like not really but like if you can do anything else in the world i'm all about it middle reliever go be middle reliever go play tennis i don't care but you're not gonna sit in my house all these after school sessions you're going to be doing something yeah you got to do something and no it's just the cool thing for me is like we watching the light flip on for her to want to try. Right. That's the part. And I have to describe things as school mm -hmm. because she doesn't, she doesn't like the idea of practice or competition or I win, you lose. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so what we do is I is, listen, we're going to basketball school. Okay. We're going to football school or, or excuse me, we're going to baseball school and we do that. And it, that makes it feel more comfortable for her. That's awesome. And that's a from my wife thing because my wife also is not a huge fan of competition and feeling like a loser. And right. that goes a long way. And like I just that never crossed my mind growing up. So I I never want like I never wanted to feel like a loser. Like, but she never feels like a because she's used to not feeling like a loser because but that's the thing she's is that so good at school. By giving her such a good foundation, like when she does get in those situations when there are coaches who are not going to be putting the kids first, who yeah. are going to have those kind of egos yeah. and kind of exercise them through the children, she'll have enough presence of mind and knowledge of self to say, yo, your yelling doesn't really like, ah, yeah, yeah, it's not real, that, man. That's the thing that I was good at, though. And I just, <laughs> I had I had that just as a person. Like, yeah. I, like, for me, like, I'll never forget the news, the news um, cast came out. And they were interviewing us. And this is a point. I think I was a soft, I was a sophomore in high school. Mm -hmm. News comes out. So I'm not a captain yet. I am, I am, I'm almost the captain, 
I'm in charge of our secondary, but right. we had a linebacker that was a captain. We had a defensive lineman that was a captain on the defense. And so, so we had two defensive captains and the newscast came out and I listened to him talk and I was like, this is some goddamn bullshit. And like, what the <laughs> fuck? And I walked off, I walked off the field and my coach yelled at me. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, well, they, they're lying. They're lying. They're lying. That's not the stuff that we're worried about. We're, what, why are they lying? And he was like, well, you don't get to get that upset and roll your eyes. And I was like, well, it's better for me to roll my, it's better for me to walk away than it is for me to roll my eyes on camera because that's, that's bad. And then the same thing happened when I wasn't now my junior year, I am a captain. This is my defense. Now I'm in charge of this. I'm calling the defense. Like, you know how Peyton Manning is going, Omaha, mm -hmm. Omaha, yeah. doing all his shit. I was doing that. Like, my defensive coordinator in high school looked at me, and I would tell him, we got to slice. We got to slice. I'm telling him, we got it. We have to slice. We have to do it this way. I'll come down. He goes back. We're going to yeah. be in business. I, we slice it. We slice this one. This one, we're going to tango. We're going to do this. And I'm telling him all this. And he's like, yes, good, 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 good. And then we lost in the state semifinals to Independence, Chris Leak, who played at Florida, obviously. Um, I think I'm in a better spot than him because I didn't try to um, hook up with a student trainer. What is happening? What, what are you kidding? <laughs> I'm just telling you. You're just airing grievances now. <laughs> I should have won the high school Heisman that year, by the way. You're also. just airing grievances. But I'm going to move on. No, 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 no. Here's the point. The point. Here's the point. The point is, the point is, is I was focused. I was hyper-focused. And our principal came out and get, showed us our second place trophy. And I was like, what the fuck are we doing? And the thing that reminds me of my dad the thing the memory i have the biggest memory i have of my dad is me cussing out my high school principal and then my dad jumping down from the stands at memorial stadium and running up to grab me to make sure that he knew i was okay because i was crying it hurt me so bad to lose that game and my dad came down and was like it's okay you did the best you could it's okay to not be good enough. It's okay that you have to work harder. And my dad came down and grabbed me and was like, I love you. And he said, I love you. And I like that. That's the whole point here. I listen, I took it, I went around my elbow to get to my ass, but the the reality of it is is that when you're a father and you're a father now too, mm -hmm. you gotta be there for your kid, you gotta equip them for the world, and then when they when they fall down, you got to pick them up. That's all. Amen. There you go. Jeez, I, that was a lot. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're good. Let's talk yeah, about the most fun season of the year: yeah. lying season. The I combine is upon my, us. I the did cut out my high school high. principal. Don't cuss. Don't cuss out your principals. Like, don't don't. That's not <laughs> behavior to model. Like, don't do that. That's not good. The, the story he told. No, don't do that. Um, everyone's lying. Yeah, and I want everyone to know something. I was an NFL agent. Yes. The answer, the question you now ask is not why are they saying that? It's why do I know this? Yeah. Um, 
people saying, oh, they're, they're taking their time trying to figure out what to do with, with uh, 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 Justin Field. Why do we know this? Why, yeah. why is anyone talking about it? Because they want you to talk about it. They want you got to float it. Man. You got to float it, right? Man. You have to float stuff. Because everyone's lying, and you got to remember, it only takes one. It only takes one idiot to do the thing that you want them to do. And I, we'll talk about this right now because before we get into deeper in the combine, I want to talk to you about the Brock Bowers thing. Because this is something I brought up with yep. Nana is that, <sighs> all right, so I'm not going to go all the way my elbow to get to my ass. I'm going to say this as succinctly as possible. Yes. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry I wasted time. I'll be tight. Yes, yeah, so we're so valuable time with all the commercial space we've got. Um, <laughs> all these ads are fucking selling. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> um, when, when I was <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Um, two bald men just talking. Two bald men just just chopping. Look, when I was an agent, mm -hmm. and you have to go through and like see and like, there's so many more moving parts to this than just who needs what. And when I was wrapping up my time as an agent, I had built out a structure that I still think works in response to the slotting system that mm -hmm. eliminated the need for true agents because that's what the slotting system did. It's right. really, really no negotiations regarding. Um, how's getting, who's getting paid, how it's all basically decided for you. You've seen now certain quarter, certain receivers whose names I'm not going to say on this podcast are deciding to go without an agent because you technically don't need one. Right. I had, I, I have drawn up a plan that would allow agents to survive in this new uh, infrastructure that no one's taken advantage of yet. But agents have to, but the, here's the thing agents still do have to exist because you want to get another contract, right? 100%. But all I'm saying, because then you, what you can do is you can sell the rights to the next guy. That's what, I, I, I have the plan. Yes. It's, it's in the okay. Plan. I'm listening. Um, I'm listening. But the bottom line is because they mandate who gets paid what when, can you afford to take Brock Bowers at a number that would put him above the franchise tag for tight ends? Like, that's the question that financially hit me this weekend, and I don't have an answer for it. No. I, do I think he's a top 15 pick? Of course I do. But if you do pay him in that first round for top 15 pick money, he sets the it, bar. He sets the new bar for tight end money. Yeah. Is his is the talent you're seeing in your breakdown good enough to get there? Yes. Okay. To me, yes. He is. I I again I got an argument with with, with Whitfield about this because I don't I think Jaden Daniels is QB one. Oh, I love you. It's already on my list. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, we can this, you know what? That's another show. <laughs> that's, that's another show. I will say this: if we're going to push it, Dan Orlovsky agrees with us, and I don't like our ally. I'm going to be honest with that. Yeah, I don't like that either. I don't like our ally. <laughs> um, I don't like that. But I think I think Caleb Williams is QB three. Okay, personally. And listen, you're talking to a guy who does have his nails painted, so I should be a big Caleb Williams guy. <laughs> but. I think that Caleb. I just don't trust the Lincoln Riley of it all. Me neither. I don't. I don't trust the fact that he didn't improve the last two years. Exactly. That's my big thing. Jaden Daniels played for an NFL head coach. Then he played for another guy who wants NFL guys. This is the best quarterback that Brian Kelly had, and when he had him, hey, it's not his fault that their defense gave up seventeen hundred yards in two games. It's true. Wow. I think the Jaden Daniels question is. The durability when he uses that mobility in the NFL, um, he is a bit slight of weight, and I do, not, I do not know if he can continue to do some of the things that made him so special. Bro, you're, I can. I'm looking behind you. You got these wrestling <laughs> weight classes. 
Bro, he got this. He got absolutely pile drive. Mm-hmm. And but guess what? He got up. <laughs> Anthony Richardson stopped getting up. That's all I'm saying. Like we have an object lesson of when this guy decided I'm still going to run this way in the NFL. It just yeah. happened. And he, I think that I think Jane Daniels would be like, no, I'm not, not mm-hmm. me, not about no. that, because he didn't do that at Arizona State. No, no, he didn't. He just he had to do it at, at LSU because he was like, nobody else going to do nothing. That's probably fair. That's probably true. I think he's a good – I think he's he's my number one quarterback. Um, so, Jay, I got, I got right. him. I got Jaden Daniels, Drake May. Okay. Then I'll throw Caleb in there. That feels like a higher amount. Um, and you know what? Caleb and Michael Penix are neck and neck. And the thing with Penix, though, is the injury history. That's y'all. You and me are the same way. I was like, the knees, dog. He's he's not that young and the knees been through it. Yeah, he's old as hell. <laughs> like, like Michael Penix, he might have a kid that would go to my kid's birthday party. Damn. Like okay, he's, so let, me ask you, let me ask you this. He's, what is he, 27, 26? Oh Caleb like, Williams. Is like the word is out. He's probably he's not obviously not doing shit in the combine. He may not do shit at pro day. He's taking it very much a watch my tape stance. If I hadn't improved in two years, I'd be throwing my ass off personally. Right? Or is this just me underestimating how connected those things are? Because if you he's really want to have fun, guys, go Google who the agents are for. Um, I don't know Mel Kiper and people talk about these things, and then go Google who the agents are for some of these kids. It'll blow your mind. Anyway. Yeah. Michael um, Penix is 23, just for the record. He's 23. He's <laughs> old as hell. But, yeah. um, but no, I, and then you throw in Bo Nix, who's also an older guy. I Look, this is the Georgia fan in me. The Bo Nix thing is ridiculous. Bo Nix and J.J. McCarthy are the two quarterbacks. Well, I, I, was, I knew you Bo wanted to Nix. talk about J.J. I'm... I, what's really funny to me is NFL people starting to watch college tape and like, wait, where's the game y'all said JJ went off? And I'm like, exactly. I've been told how good he is all for his entire yep. career, and he's never had to show it. And now we've got no tape. None. He's going to get somebody very fired. Oh, that's, yes. J- I'm, I, I know the analogy that I want to say. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to say it. JJ McCarthy is... He is the kid that your mom said, please take the chicken out when you get home, when you get off the bus. And he doesn't do it. And then she gets home and is like, the fuck is happening? And I told you, I told you in the morning to take out the chicken. I left a note to take out the chicken. I did this to take out the chicken. And you never took out the chicken. And then your whole family. You know what? Fuck the chicken. She told you to take out the hamburger so you could have hamburger helper that night. I'm not even going chick like a good chicken dish. Hamburger helper. And you didn't take out the hamburger? And you thought you could speed thaw it in the oven? And then it just gets like gross? And you're like, man, she's gonna, who's gonna know? Nobody's gonna know. No, she's gonna know. She's gonna know. So what's the plan with the JJ McCarthy con? Like who's Qui Bono? The photo, like it's, who benefits here? This is only gonna get an executive fired. It's an right, but this is you know what this is? This is an Alex Smith. Oh, this is Alex Smith was good. No, he was good after he unlearned everything. That's fair. And then learn how to be a quarterback. And who was his coach? Andy Reid. Oh, Andy, yes. Andy Reid. 
<laughs> he had to unlearn all the urban shit to get yeah. to Andy Reid. And I think J.J. McCarthy is that. J.J. McCarthy has all the tools. I don't believe that. I do. I don't believe that. He's got all – I think he has all the tools. The next time he shows a tool, the first time I'll see it. Um, sure. Absolutely. Right. I agree with that. That that point, too. <laughs> he hasn't displayed the tools, but he, he hasn't. hasn't had to. He hasn't been asked to. And Fair it's, enough. But I do think that he has the tools. It just is a matter of, like, he has – but here's the thing. He's got to be in a perfect situation. And there aren't any in the NFL. No. We'll talk about that in a second. Yes. Um, I want to ask you about this. Mina Kimes had on, I forget who she had on, but they talked about Ladd McConkey. And the mm-hmm. comp that came out was Antonio Brown. And Fuck not that. for he's a little bit taller than Antonio Brown, same wingspan. But the, the 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 feature they were talking about most was his ability to go from full speed to an immediate stop and how hard that is to cover on those snatch routes for corners and how just asshole routes. Do you think he could still be like a true outside receiver or do you see him being a slot in the NFL? You can see my face. I'm sorry. I'm, I hope that you don't do video for the show, do you? Not, I don't, I, I take it on easy now. God damn. Good. Thank you. I have to ask now why. I, I, I don't, I haven't. He hasn't done a single thing that's impressed me. Really? Yeah. Okay. This is he's, exciting. He, I want to no, bet on the Lad McConkey prospects. He's exciting. I do think that he is good. I think he's good. I think he's exciting. He hasn't done anything that I'm like, if there was another guy that had less self-confidence, he could be just as good and i don't say that in a negative way but the confidence plays like the confidence is part of the game like that's part of what makes certain players like patrick mahomes's confidence sets him apart on top of no. all the athletic stuff no no no. that's not what i'm saying i'm saying yeah. that lab mcconkey has no confidence he oh. knows that he has to work very hard <laughs> that's very true to get all this stuff done like if if you like not even Malik Neighbors, neighbors at from LSU. Like no. If, like Malik Neighbors is like, I'm not doing the shit that this guy's doing. I'm me. I'm him. Yeah. He like it's and I don't want to make it like a white wide receiver thing. I don't, I don't want to. I don't, I don't want to. Because and when we talk about Brock Bowers, there's I no, I have a I have a comp for that. Like I do. I don't want to make it a white wide receiver thing. What it is is just he tries so hard mm-hmm. and works so hard. It's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, but man, at some point you do have to like have this extra juice. I'm excited to you and I are gonna have a futures bet on Lima Conkey one day. I'm very excited about it because he's at the combine, right? I, I, I'm talking about like a like a season of rookie year. I'll find out where he gets drafted. I'll make a you know I'll make a bet on some yard and touchdowns. I'm excited about. Let's that. do it. I I because like because here's the thing. Like, what do you think? You think he's going to be what? And you know what? Let's just run down our list of white wide receivers. He's going to be Julian he Edelman. He's going to be white. He could he could be. Uh, uh, you said Antonio Brown. So you think he's going to be Antonio, Antonio Brown? Brown? I said the dude on Mina Kimes' show said Antonio Brown. That's insane because. Dude. 
because of his ability to change direction and stop from Vogel. That's all I said. That's a little bit. The only you think he's going to kick somebody in the face? That's a different kind of cop. <laughs> I'm just saying, Antonio Brown on that return, where he kicked that punter in the face? He did a lot of things I don't think Gladden the Cock has with him to do. He's just, done a lot. There's a list of activities that Antonio Brown's engaged in. That I'm going on Gladden. the field. On the field. Again, like taking his jersey off and walking off the middle. Of yeah. Play. That was one of my favorite things. Of course it was. Mine too. It's every football player's dream to just say F it and leave in the middle of something. Dude, I had a teammate do that. So did I. Everyone has had a teammate quit. We have the. Oh. Go talk to your friends who played at small colleges who didn't yeah. have scholarships because their quit stories are hilarious. Well, let I me get tell you, stories. Oh. dude, I had a we. I played at UNC, and let me tell you something. We had a kid in the, you know, oh, woo! What you got? The defensive coordinator that just got let go by LSU. Yeah. One of my friends was on scout team offense. Because he had to be on the defensive field because he was a backup safety. Okay. So he had to be there. So they had him running wide receiver routes. And they had him run a tunnel. Had him run a tunnel screen. Oh, no. He caught it, housed it. Then they were like, bingo, run it back. And he was like, no. (laughs) They're going to know what I'm going to do. They're going to know. And I'm going to get hit. And I don't want this. <laughs> and they were like, bingo. And he was like, no. So Matt Housett told him, run it again. And he was like, mm-mm. Took off his shoulder pads. Shut up. Threw him at the coach. Took off his pants. Threw him at the coach. Walked up the hill. Went back to the locker room. He said, you do it. Come on, player. You do it. And I was like, Yo. Rudy, you are the man. This is, and we're watching. We're on the deep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The offensive field. So I'm on the offensive field. So I'm looking down on the defensive field. (laughs) And so we're just watching. (laughs) And we're like, yeah, the whole, our practice completely stopped. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The whole world stopped. A good quit. Oh, a good quit. We had a kid. It was amazing. I forget. I know who it was. I forget how we got here. But we practiced 100 blocks north of campus. So, like, our camp is at 116th and Broadway. Are our you serious? 216th in the Bronx. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're at the Bronx. Wow. Uh, we took buses every day. From, as hell. We took, we took buses every day from campus to practice. Every day. Um, no. Yeah, mm-hmm. this, was, this was college football, man. Fuck um, that. I've got other stories about this, too. But the homie uh, is a defensive back from West Memphis. Good dude. He's a sophomore, I think he was at the time. I was a junior. And he was playing scout team defense, and he wasn't having it no more. He was a cornerback, and he got into it with Shoop. And Shoop said something to him, oh, and he said, no. oh, I'm out. And you see my man take his helmet off, take the pads off. He walks inside with him, and, like, we're going to break or whatever, like water break, and we just see him walking out of the locker room <laughs> hopping on the subway. <laughs> and catching the subway back down to campus. Oh, and my God. Like, going for him, like, hey, you did it, baby. You got out. Yo, peace. <laughs> Said I ain't doing it. Got his shit. Went inside, showered, changed, and walked his happy That's ass. Good, though. He showered and changed. That's good. Yeah, man. I can free shower, man. Oh my god, it was so. Dude, funny. are you kidding me? That's but he was on Scout Team D. That's oh man, he was out. I'm not doing this. Scout Team defense is the greatest gig you can have. 
He didn't agree. That's crazy to me. Scout team offense? Terrible. Terrible. Scout team defense? Tag off, baby. <laughs> Let's talk about this uh, this other piece of truth that came out this week. Yes. Did you see the NFL player team report cards? Yes, I did. Yes. Dog, the Bengals charge you for child care. Yeah, it's bad. This is horrific. Dude, it's bad. Like they well, here's the thing. That's not new. No. Right? No, this is the second year they've done the surveys. Last year, uh, the surveys came out, and a bunch of teams actually changed their shit around because this is embarrassing. Um, but some teams didn't. Uh, the, if you want to know who the top teams are, the Vikings and Dolphins, top players yes. report cards. The bottom is the Chiefs. Really? The, dog, I didn't realize the, the Chiefs were the bottom. Oh, you know oh, what? Well, I never I never sorted it by – I never. I always my, – my whole thing was sorted by treatment of families. So I saw – so, so, so I uh, saw Vikings, families, Cowboys, Dolphins, yes. They get a D plus. They provide a family room. But, dog, did you know the, the, the Buccaneers make you double up on road trips unless you pay $1,700 no. to begin the season? No. 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 I'm an this adult human man. Operation. I'm an adult human man. No. There's no way. I'm not in college anymore. Are you serious? <laughs> Is it like QB and backup QB, and they're like working together or something? There's, it doesn't even matter. No, I've listen. So when I do hand of the dirt, I do hand of the dirt. I've already talked about this. I've been very open about it. I can't go to the bathroom alone. I can't go to the bathroom with someone else in the room. I can't. Okay. I have to go to the hotel lobby bathroom. And what you're telling me is, if there are 47 of us in the hotel. Let me hang on. Let me do the math real quick. Well, you're mathing. I want to hang, point on, hang on. Hang on. No, I got the. Right, I got the. Math Forty-seven math. divided by two. So there's twenty-three of us. Time out. You need a calculator to do that division. Yeah, I'm not smart. <laughs> it's just do forty-six divided by two. Yeah, I know. That's why I didn't say twenty-three and a half. <laughs> so ahead, there's. Sorry. You're telling me there's twenty-three of us that are splitting a room. Dog. There's no way. <laughs> and then you want me to go play a football game? Are you serious? So hang on. Let me let me just get this straight. We get to the hotel. Uh-huh. We have dinner. We do whatever oh, we yeah. gotta do. Then we bunk up. Uh-huh. Two queens, I'm assuming. I hope at least. Probably maybe two kings, but most hotel rooms are two two queens. If you're making them double up, you better get them kings. Sure. And so there's another man in my room. And possibly a CPAP machine. Maybe these are, the CPAP. These aren't kids. This isn't 18 to 22-year-olds. These are grown-ass fucking men. And hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. And then I wake up. I don't know what, what your schedule is, but I usually wake up every morning. I wake up at about 5 o'clock. Round. I try to pretend to sleep until 6.15. And then at that time, I got to go let it loose. And I got to let it loose with this guy over here. Yeah. And I can't put a podcast on loud because I'm worried about this one sleeping. The Chiefs are also – the Chiefs are And also he's on a different schedule. 
the Chiefs are also one of seven teams that requires some of their players to have roommates night before a game. No, that's insane. You can't do that. That's it. That's crazy. <laughs> I love how bad you are about this. If if someone, I'm listen. If 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 I got listen, I got to do. I'm doing the draft for Bleach Report in the upcoming in the in the in the next month and a half, whatever. Whenever the draft is, what is it? May, I guess now. So hey, two months. So, if they were like, "Hey, share a hotel room," I would be like, "Fuck this." Let's let's look at the Bengals who only Are you provide, serious who only provide three meals a day on Wednesdays in their facility. Are you serious? They do not open the cafeteria on the off day, even though players are coming in for extra work on that day. That's insane. The players want what most of their teams have: three meals a day. Yeah, they Bengals not, are they, the, the Bengals do not employ a full-time dietitian. This is not like you can't <laughs> live this. The funniest thing in the world. Why? Well, I, I I remember. So here's the thing. I remember listening to Brinson Buckner. Brinson Buckner, a guy I absolutely love. He he came. He had my favorite saying of all time. Brinson Buckner. He's coaching football right now, which is very cool because he's so smart about football. But Brinson Buckner. Played for the Steelers. Uh, he played for the Bengals. And when he played for the Bengals, I'm going to tell you something that's insane. They reused jock straps. Yeah. Oh, no. This is this is one of those things that's gotten out in the general public. They yeah. also did not – I don't think they still – they did they not – They worked out a – Go ahead. I was going to – department. Yeah. There's well, a reason why they go on a run of LSU guys because they don't have – they just – they literally they, draft off everyone else. Their practice field was on a landfill. Yep. Like, like the Bengals, like no, yeah, it's not funny. The how Bengals do we cut? Funny. How do we cut corners? They'll find every way. How do we cut corners? What's the best way to cut corners? And I, so I want to move on from the from the from the. I, I, that's I insane. Point, that's insane. I want to point to out me? one more. The low grade for head coach because it was recorded at the beginning of the season. Yes, was Josh McDaniels. Oh, they hate him. Everyone hates oh, him. Oh, oh. Only 39% of players on the team felt he was efficient with their time. Yep. He was ranked least likely to listen to his locker room. To provide some to provide some context for the Raiders as an organization dip in the rankings. The Raiders revamped their practice facility. They changed their training facility. Everything else is up. But they got the lowest head coach score. If he had had an average score, the Raiders would be top five in the league in overall rankings. Well, the thing is, everybody else passed. Everyone else passed, right? Oh Am I wrong? God. Yeah. Everyone else passed. The lowest grade below him is a C plus. It's hilariously bad. Everyone else C's get degrees, especially early in the season. You've lost your team before the season started. Like, what are we doing here? Why are you wasting our time? C's get degrees, and you couldn't get a C. Oh. It's bad. Um, did you did you catch the LeBron James show last night? No, I did not. His largest fourth quarter comeback in his in his entire Ooh. career against the Clippers. Like, dude went off. It was one of those, like, oh, this is actually still terrifying because he's fighting father time and kicking that motherfucker's ass. Um, he's our age. Before we get out of here, I want to do one last He's our thing. age, dude. You're not gonna care about this. He's our for age. The last, for the last time on free television, Wednesday night, Sting came from the rafters holding a bat. And Rex fools. He may be 60, but he's still a superhero. I loved every second of it. Felder shaking his head because he was never had his imagination captured as a youth by choreographed grappling. Until you figure out why. I like, <laughs> I like the LeBron James thing. 
That's the both. That's both. Look, LeBron James doing this at 30, 40 is. He's our old. age. We're Sting, all the same age. Sting is 64. Sting I don't is 64. Yeah, Rebellion he's from the ceiling. He's a Come great. On. Listen, he's a fantastic dancer. Okay. <laughs> I get it. He's a great actor, fantastic dancer. I get oh. it. LeBron is doing like for real. He's a forty-year-old man. That's really strange. <laughs> He's a forty-year-old man. Did you hear doing uh, KG? No, I didn't. Said he's on that balco, and that's how you know no one gives a shit with KG. I as someone who has a podcast, as someone who has a podcast, there are too many podcasts. There's too many podcasts. Too many podcasts. Too many people who aren't that interesting telling you guys stories. We are interesting. That's why you're still here. Thunder, I just. I no, I don't. I think LeBron is like doing it. I think he's for real. I think his oh, hair yeah. is fake. I'm, I'm this is a Le, pro LeBron space. Yeah, Very I think nice. his hair, his hair, that's fake. That for is, sure. I think he's acknowledged that he's on that Jeremy Piven for hey, look, sure. Everyone's, for sure. everyone's made enough jokes. Everyone, it's an open secret, but guess what? He's pulling it off and he can afford Why it. wouldn't he just go? Why wouldn't he just be bald though? His his hair, his head is like good. You and I, you and I can't empathize. We we we, we are men. I don't, I don't that's the one thing. If I had to do criticism of LeBron, it starts with just home. just be bald. Just come on home. Just be bald. Be bald. Bald is great. Bald is beautiful. Just be I want my wife to be bald. If we're being honest. I would love her to be bald. Tell people where to find your podcast and all everything else you do. Check me out at itsfelder.substack.com. Um, uh, Hand in the Dirt. It's a gardening podcast about football and a lifestyle podcast, really. And College Sports Now on Learfield. But yeah, and I'm not joking. I wish my wife was bald because you don't know what it's like. You you do know what it's like to clean out. You do know what it's like to clean out say, a watch drain. Who you talking to? Because yeah, yeah, there's exactly. red hair all over my house. Yeah, say player, and guess oh, what? I know. You can get a wig. You know what the you know where the wig doesn't go? In the bathtub. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. This has been an hour of fellow Aaron Grievance is old and new. I love it. I got new. I got more too. Like <laughs> it's a whole other show. I do need to get back on hand in the dirt because Susan's it springs about the spring. Susan's in the, in the place where I've got to be helpful yeah. again. So well, I want her on the show. I don't need you. That's thousand percent fair. That's uh, most of my life. Actually. <laughs> that was the show. There is no outro. See you guys on Monday. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you what's coming, but it's going to be fun.